Welcome to part two of episode 10. Here we are again. Here we are. And Robert, happy birthday. Thanks. Yeah, today's my birthday. And my gift to myself is recording this for all of you, my <laughs> adoring fans. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just been a couple weeks since we last chatted, and we're all stuck inside, so not like a ton is going on. But you had mentioned the other day about being, um, what, how did you describe it? Being too reliant on the oh, specific yeah. module? Yeah. So that was... There's a quick story. Let me give you a, a quick backstory. I was chatting with someone about who's new to Bukla, and he was asking about um, various modules. He's looking for an oscillator and so on. And the 268E from Kane Association came up. And um, allegedly, Alex is going to do another run. And we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. And so after that conversation, I fired up my Bukla and started creating a patch to check out the um, FM modulation in the 268E. And I realized as I was going through these different exercises that I kept going back to the same sound over and over again with it. And it's a very complex and rich module. But the way I was using it, I was kind of doing the same thing, maybe subconsciously, Mm -hmm. um, every time I use it. it. And I realized this is this music is all starting to sound the same. It's starting to sound like that first album that I released a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I realize it's like, it's literally in the middle of my case. It's the first module I patch when I turn on because it's like my go-to workhorse. It's four mm-hmm. oscillators. You can design your own waveforms and all this wonderful stuff. But even changing the ways that I modulate the shape of the waveforms I'm still getting this same kind of sound. And that's that's me using it, not the module's limitation. But what it realized made me realize was I needed to take that module out of my system for a while and put something else in. I had a 261E in my drawer. And I haven't had that in my system for a long time. And I thought, wow, this 261E sounds really great. And so I just started doing something entirely different from what I'd been doing the last 12 times I sat down in my in front of my system, you know? Mm-hmm. So it made me think, well, maybe we start to form a dependency or a habit or a, just like my, having my go-to, you know, like if you have a favorite preset on a keyboard synthesizer and that's the one you load up when you're going to compose a melody, well, then all of your melodies end up kind of sounding the same because you have the constraint of that patch, you know, if you're mm-hmm. using like a, a bell or or whatever. And I realized with, with my 268E that I wasn't sequencing it. You know, I was always doing the same kind of drones because it has such a fantastic drone characteristic. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I've taken it out, I'm making entirely different types of music with all the same modules except that one. And even using things like the 285E, the frequency shifter, using that in different ways because I don't have FM in my 261E. I was kind of a... One of those things where, I mean, folks listening might be thinking, "Yeah, duh," but to kind of <laughs> figure that out, on, <laughs> to figure that out on my own, was really enlightening. Because as, as I said on the show a couple of times, and to you privately too, Kyle, I haven't really felt inspired by m- my own music. You know, I've been mm-hmm. thinking, "Oh, this is starting to feel, I don't know, not as fun in some ways." 
And I think that it was because I was doing the same thing over and over again without realizing it. Mm-hmm. So you feel like it would like, do you see this as like a limitation by taking your kind of your golden child out of, <laughs> out of the case? And that's, what's like making you think differently. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, and in, in the very least, it's making me use my other modules in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, because now I need to modulate the sound of the 261E or the um, 25080 or, or the other oscillators I have. Because I have a 25080 dual programmable oscillator, 25090, 25090E twisted waveform generator, and now the 261E complex waveform generator. And we'll leave my other oscillators out of the out of the equation for now, like the zero oscillator and stuff. That's a whole other, it's a whole episode. But what I'm discovering now is that when I before when I have the 260E, I patch it. I turn on and I grab my bananas and I just start patching the 260E kind of like it's the center of my my instrument. Now with it out, I might grab a sound from the 261E or any of my other oscillators, and I'm shaping that sound in my other modules, like the two, like the frequency shifter, the 285E, or maybe even just gently modulating timbre and then playing with the effects to see, like the outboard effects to see what, you know, if I want a delay or a chorus or something like that for a, a mm-hmm. bigger sound in my mind, mm-hmm. instead of using the 268E as this will be the sound I have, and then manipulating that in a whole bunch of different ways. Yeah. So the, like I hadn't been doing, you know, we're, we're prepping for an episode of coming up. I won't spoil what module it is, but <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time with that module and it was always with the same basic modulations and sounds from the 260E because it's my go-to. Mm-hmm. Well, that made me realize, you know, when I took it out and I was using other sound sources and, and mixing them together through the DVCM <clears throat> and then sending that to this module, this super secret module. I thought, wow, you know, these are, it's a whole sonic territory that I have had as yet not discovered. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. in some ways, like if I were a, a proud person, I might've felt foolish, but I'm not a proud person. I love <laughs> quite the, op- whatever not proud is, unproud. And I'm, I'm always happy to discover that I didn't know something. Or that I, you know, if I figure it out on my own, then I delight in that and sharing it with people, even if it's, it's obvious or something. And I, I think, you know, I should have known this, but it was only this kind of aha moment where I felt like I wanted to challenge myself and challenge my preconceived notions anyway. And then figuring that out in this sort of moment of clarity unlocked this interest in all of my other, all of the other modules in my system. Yeah, that makes actually um uh you Nensen who is the uh, who I interview later in this episode. We kind of talk about that a bit and him um you know going down a path of like I need to figure this out for myself. Like he'll I'll spoil it here, but he talks about, you know, wanting to make like an oscillator that's like comprised of 100 different oscillators that are all oh, wow. kind of tuned differently. And uh, like off by like four cents or something. So it would just drift like crazy. And then he made it, you know, through software. And it was like, oh, I made a phaser. Like that's what, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what cool, happens. Yeah. But you, um, but yeah, sometimes just like kind of seeing that thing through and figuring it out for yourself. 
um you know even if like yeah i i've i've done that before where i think i've like oh i've patched this cool thing up and run it by somebody and it's like oh yeah so-and-so does that and this you know this track or whatever it's like oh yeah maybe it's all been done before but (laughs) that's what makes it fun though yeah Yeah. i mean um i think that's what's cool about modular anyways of just how um you know you can recontextualize everything if you if you choose to and um swap things in and out or and that can be just a So yeah, for uh, the rest of the show, I guess I already mentioned, we got uh, Yoon Nensen, also known as the Human Comparator, um, who has been mentioned on the show a handful of times by different guests. Um, and yeah. uh, and then I learned that, oh, he's, he's uh, based in Stockholm, and I was going to Stockholm. So that would be a... Uh, uh, maybe a good idea to talk with him. So he was up for it and he came out to the studio and um, it's a, yeah, a lot of fun meeting with him. He's got some wacky, super cool modules that um, he's developing. Uh, he's still kind of working on them. So I'm sure they'll pop up on the, on his website, which is uh human comparator.net uh, at some point once they're, they're ready. But yeah, we kind of talk about those. Um, and he's also behind the uh, 100 series reissue modules that will be coming, fingers crossed, hopefully sometime this year from Buchla USA. Maybe we'll have Eric on sometime to uh, you know, give us an update on that. But, uh, but yeah, and then uh, before that, as we'll get into right now is just the the last uh, several days I was my diary entries um, that I was at EMS and uh, for everybody that's reached out I've um, had a, a few people reach out and uh, tell me they like the the tracks so yeah hopefully I'll I've just started kind of actually digging into all the music that I made there to see what I got and what's listenable and um, and yeah hopefully I'll have put out be able to put something out later this year or something of, of some of this stuff so um yeah well robert enjoy the rest of your birthday i will and i was really hoping you would have said human comparator yeah since his name is so hard <laughs> not pronounced the way it reads <laughs> we have john not the this human time. comparator john. <laughs> yeah what i bet with him so i was like is, is, is it john is it yawn is it He's like, whatever, just tell me. Yeah, it's fine. So, the human I've, 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 butchered, I've butchered it all over leading up to this uh, episode in the past. So, um, so yeah, uh, here's some diary entries and then the interview with Yun. Hey there. Uh, checking in on day four of EMS diary. Today was a early one. Um, my session started at 6 a.m., uh, which I had, I chose to start that early. The way that it's, the whole residency was set up is I was guaranteed by EMS that they would give me five to six hours for each day in the specific studio that has the big 200 system because 
that was kind of my main goal is to work with that where some people will there's you know seven different rooms with different um instruments or monitoring services i guess i'd call it um within the studio so you know people go in for different things or use different rooms you know there's a surge system upstairs that i you know i saw but i've i've not been able to pull myself away um from this uh main room with the 200 in there so so yeah i got this you know five or six hours each day and then it's once you're here they have a whole uh booking system that you kind of go online and log in and you can see all the different studios uh who has them booked and and then where you can add more time or, or book a different room so um so yeah once i got here kind of went through the week and saw where there were times that maybe i could fit a bit more time in yeah so i started at six and probably really showed up about six fifteen or so my jet lag is starting to kind of equalize and even out um <laughs> and starting to get adjusted here so um so yeah, started early and the 221 was still in the case. So I worked with the joystick a bit more, um, just kind of trying different stuff with it. And then then Daniel showed up, the guy that oversees the studio, and he he had heard from the other guys from the day before that we kind of weren't able to get the wiggle thing going on the 221. So, um, so yeah, he realized, because it's been out of the the um the case for a while that uh the tinderman nuts that are on the boats needed to come off in order for it to kind of sit better and also the it's the whole sensor for the wiggle thing is based off of like a a light like a lamp type situation and um i i did get a photo of that on the post that somewhere at some point so yeah we got that working um Oh, also another funny thing is when I first booted the system up this morning, the four um, preset voltage outputs, you can turn them up like individually, or it just was kind of like set on one the day before, but I have no way to kind of change between the, the four of them. Uh, but they each have individual outputs, so you can use that, you know, whatever, which one it's it's lit up, I could use that as a just a set voltage source. Um but today, for some reason, it was just jumping around, like as if it was like a like it was on strobe, and being you know having like some stepped random or something in there. It was just kind of bouncing all around. Um, so, you know, with lemons make lemonade. So I just <laughs> use the uh, the main preset out uh, output voltage for that, and kind of had this four step sequence that was just kind of bouncing all around and so yeah i used that as part of the the patch so that was kind of fun um but yeah so daniel got there and he kind of yeah reset the the thing for me so we did get the wiggle to work there was like a split second where it was giving off pitches too for the individual keys but then that faded <laughs> um with one of the you know he had to kind of turn it turn on the system off and on quite a few times just to to get the thing seated right and and going so so yeah um 
use the wiggle a little bit, I kind of came to realization. Um, I mean, it's kind of weird to just use on its own. And uh, of course, I just, you know, threw it into pitch to get the most um, overt use out of it. Um, and, but kind of playing with it, I did realize like, oh, how cool it would be to have, um, have that wiggle as well as your pressure sensitive output on the key working as well. So you kind of have like an X and Y movement with your finger if you're kind of <laughs> wiggling it side to side um, and, up, you know, putting more of your finger on on the key. Um, so you'd have kind of two voltages coming out of that. And there is a, a sensitivity knob for the um, for the pressure, which that's pretty cool. So you can kind of attenuate it on the output, which like, you know, it's not... In the 218, it's, it's not on there. You got to attenuate it to wherever it's going. And, uh, well, you can, I guess, adjust the settings. I've never tried to mess with that, but I should. So, yeah, uh, worked with that a bit and um, dug into the 288 a bit more. Yeah, just that thing is very deep and, and, um, and yeah, Daniel kind of pushed me to, to use the uh, the time input a bit more. When you put like a sloped voltage into the 277, the delay I've been used to over the last few months, um, it's not the best result when to change the delay that way. It um, just is not smooth. It's kind of jumpy and jittery. Uh, I find it better if like you're going to change the timing to just do it with like a stepped voltage. But this is much more smooth and... And he was he was telling me about how it's cool to just run, you know, record something and then run your track through it and then uh, put a, you know, like a a very slow envelope, you know, triangle, like a 281 um, at full cycle and, you know, kind of attenuate it there into the time input and you kind of, you know, get a, a warbly kind of tape, <laughs> funky uh um, tape warble on, on your track. So, um, yeah, had fun with that. And then, um, uh, John Ninson, the, uh, also known as the human comparator, he stopped by, uh, that was really cool to, to meet him. Um, you know, he's popped up, uh, in talking with Todd Barton and Eric Fox because, um, uh, Jan has, um, you know, recreated the 100 system uh, modules that Bukla will be coming out with at, at some point this year. So yeah, just got to chat, uh, started to see some of the things that he's been working on, and I am way blown away, uh, very excited about all this stuff. And, you know, we were all kind of ready to record. I was going to, you know, do an interview with him for the for the podcast, but our time kind of just ran out, but luckily he's real close and I'm still here for a few days. So, um, I think this weekend he's going to come back and we will, we'll get something on tape. So yeah, now I've got another, I've got a 9am start time tomorrow. I think go like nine to two and then I've got a break for a few hours and I can go back in at around 7pm and 
kind of have it for the rest of the night. And then Saturday and Sunday, I, I basically have it for 48 hours. So, um, we'll see if like, you know, sleep deprivation and madness will set in and, and make some for some good patches. So, uh, yeah, until tomorrow. Okay, it's um, it's been two days since I last checked in, so this is for day five and day six, and yeah, day five was a rough one. I was uh, talking with uh, Augustus Green from um, the Galaxy Electric, and you're kind of just, you know, talking about like, well, what's the best way to spend time while you're here? Like, do you, I guess for me, I'm, I'm coming into contact with a lot of modules that I don't have myself. So that's like, that's exciting to kind of, to use those and get into exploring those. But there's also an abundance of modules, you know, having two sets of envelopes and low pass gates and uh, four 
complex oscillators and um yeah kind of all this multiples of things you know with in this game it kind of more is more and as far as getting uh more complex so and then you know the the clock is kind of ticking in the background too so it's like you have this um pressure you know whether it's really there just just mental in the back of your head of like oh i gotta produce stuff i gotta i gotta make things happen so it's like well do you work on a really complex patch you know spend a few hours kind of getting it together before you record it and you know so you spend four or five hours and get six minutes out of that or do you you know kind of think smaller and explore fewer modules but are maybe more productive in in recording things but yeah so we kind of chat about that and I was like all right in the morning I'm gonna go in and make a big patch and so yeah I had one going had kind of nearly every module I actually used a 230 for once that's hell has frozen over and I didn't think it would be possible but it happened uh I didn't like it but it happened um so yeah I got this whole thing going and the I've mentioned before the marf is pretty touchy and uh yeah I kind of pushed it quite a bit and it just kept on I just call it like it, it reset itself. Like it has some sort of default programming that it wants to go back to. That doesn't make any sense when you <laughs> look at it. It just it just adds all types of programming that you didn't have it and everything that you did program is gone. So um so yeah, I spent hours kind of getting this thing together and I'd start recording, you know a pass with it and um and then it just die on me and so i'd have to stop and kind of take five minutes to reset it and go again and so it just kept happening over and over and i was just defeated so i never really got a kind of clean take of of what i was trying to do with that patch um i equate it to like playing a video game and you're you know, on like a boss level and it's like, you know, you're doing everything right. You're good at the game and, but the boss just keeps on destroying you. Um, and you want to like, you know, throw your controller at the TV screen. Um, so yeah, it was kind of bummed out cause I spent, um, all my time fixated on that basically and not, not too much to, <laughs> to show for it. And, uh, and then I had a break, so I had the studio from nine to two or three. And so, yeah, after that, um, I was going to come back at seven and work, work some more. And when I did come back at seven, uh, uh, the person that is an intern there that's there for nine months working at the studio, uh, they're from Italy, uh, really nice dude, um, he was going to go get drinks with another uh, person that's also there for the residency who's been there for three weeks or so. And so they invited me out and I was like, I took him up on that cause I kind of felt like I need to interact with some more people and just not 
stare at the uh, the big uh, electric music box for a little bit. So yeah, it was good to interact with other people and and uh, uh, yeah, had some drinks. But I still did make my way back to the studio quite late and um, uh, proceeded to like make a my my best attempt at a uh, black metal uh, track for Robert. So that was that was pretty fun. So then uh, back at the studio this morning on day six and uh, yeah, just kind of things turned around. I kind of kept the first patch a bit more simple, digging into the 288 a bit more, um, got a good rhythm coming from that thing and, and just did a, a simple track from that. Um, and I did utilize the Marf a little bit kind of using the Suzanne Chiani method uh, with um, the uh, external inputs. And I kind of kept on exploring that, and the Marf was behaving. So, um, so yeah, I was getting a lot of, of music out of it. And um, I had one setup that I worked on after lunch and had a lot of quad stuff going on. And with the 288, I had nearly all of its outputs. It's like programmed outputs and stuff going into different channels into the 277. So it's like every speaker had its own little delay setting. Uh, yeah, so very cool kind of swirling, um, swirling stuff going on. And um, so, yeah, I had a, a good long patch from that that I recorded. And then right after... Like, of course, then the Marf freaks out, but it was beautiful. Just whatever it was doing, um, it was just like running at a crazy high speed. And um, and it sounded so cool. So it's just like, oh, let's just record that for 13 minutes. And then kind of uh, tried to get my settings back. So I kind of performed this patch in a way as it was going just to kind of figure out what it was doing and kind of set it back um to kind of the way quote unquote i wanted it and i don't know that i 
actually made it any better. But it was uh, it was good. I felt like it was an offering from it that was like, okay, sorry about yesterday. You know, I'm still going to do what I want to do, but it's um, going to be pretty. So, uh, so yeah, felt good about that. And, um, and then, yeah, just kind of spent the rest of the evening exploring stuff and had a great talk with uh, Daniel. So, yeah, that'll be part of a podcast episode, um, I'm sure. Um, or this will all be something. I haven't quite figured it all out. But, uh, yeah, tomorrow is the last day. I kind of feel like I've really explored a lot of stuff. I kind of just don't have, it seems like I always have like a plan in mind of like, oh, I want to attack this tomorrow. And maybe because I was there for something like 16 hours or something today, um, I'm pretty wiped out. <laughs> so I just, yeah, have um, no real plans for tomorrow. So just kind of attack it as it goes. So yeah, I will... Uh, touch base after the last day. Bye. Okay, so it's not exactly day seven at EMS today. Um, we're actually a few days removed, um, just given how much time I was at the studio and then having to pack up and and leave early. I didn't really get to um, journal after uh, after my session um, on day seven, but 
um, but yeah, if uh, recollection serves me well, um, I took it really easy on on that last day. I had all day. I was in there from about 9 a.m. to I think about 8 p.m. and then and then Jan Nansen came over and we worked uh, or we kind of did an interview and checked out the module that he's working on. But yeah, I felt like I had been kind of in a go, 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 go <laughs> mode, um, just trying to work as fast as as possible. And this one, I just kind of slowed down. And so I just did really two kind of patches and took my time. I think I was just trying to savor the moment a bit more, kind of realizing like, oh, we're, we're it's here already. We're, this is going to be over. So yeah, I did a, a patch in the morning where I kind of focused on the two... Uh, sources of uncertainty that they have in there and and also the 296 and dialing that in then i went and had lunch and came back and worked on i actually went across the to the other studio and grabbed they've got a free floating 256 sequencer the um the four rows of 16 steps um did i say 246 yeah um and so, yeah, I was going to mess around with that. And at first I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do the full on Suzanne Chiani patch. Like I'm going <laughs> to put all her notes in and like, you know, it feels, it was like, it was an opportunity to like, you know, I don't know. It's like playing Bach or something like that. You're playing, playing the, trying to like cover the classics. Um, and so I kind of got into it and the Marf was failing on me like it kind of had been all uh <laughs> all week and so I just I abandoned it that idea pretty quickly um but did kind of I don't know play around with what um with what I could kind of muster from it but then it got me into um wanting to yeah use all those four lanes um of sequencing and it kind of reminded me of a patch that I had did when I got the modules from um, uh, Mark and Chip, the MEMS guys, where they sent the 123 and the two 132s and the 123 has three lanes of eight steps uh, for sequencing and so I use I did kind of like a, a chord patch and so I expanded on that so I had um, all four of the principal oscillators going into the four lanes, or sorry, I mean it's the four lanes of, of pitches um, coming out of the sequencer into the uh, four principal oscillators. And yeah, then I just kind of used um, fluctuating random voltage to go into the timbre inputs. And, and then I also set, so then I just set all of those into um, specific channels of quad. So it's like one oscillator was in the rear left channel, one was in the front left channel, one was in the front right channel, and one was in the rear right channel. And then they're first going through 290, um, 292s with you know 281s um, all, all set to full, but um, full kind of you know attack decay envelopes. But I had them all kind of out of sync. So they were just kind of phasing, rising and falling against each other. So the different notes 
would kind of swirl around and come and go out of different um, speakers, but it was all, you know, all the same, the same oscillator out of those speakers every time. And then, yeah, just kind of tuned, tune these chords together to make, make it kind of as rich as possible. Uh, I had um, the preset voltage out of the 218 go into uh, all four of the, let's see, how did I do that? Yeah, I think it was like all four of the 254 verbose voltage, control voltage mixer, and basically set it up to where when I turned that up, that would then all, um, that would then kind of let the fluctuating random voltage that was going to all the timbre knobs, they would all kind of rise at the same time. So, so you have those 281s kind of bringing the volume up and down on the, each channel, and then you have the fluctuating random voltage, you know, swirling that around. So it was a good effect. And, um, and then I, you know, threw in kind of like a kick drum and, and some other kind of rhythmic sound. And, uh, and then I, plunked around on the 281 with another oscillator that was going through the the 296 i had a, a pretty fast kind of vibrato envelope going into the 296 to yeah make a faux kind of vibrato type sound but yeah it was really fun it was a another kind of slower patch and um yeah had a fun time exploring that and did a couple versions of it as i you know added amplitude modulation and whatnot and kind of grunged it up so um but yeah it was a good way to to end the day um and the the whole trip
now that I've been home, um, I got sick on the plane, of course. I mean, just like caught a cold, so just feeling crummy and uh, <laughs> and taking that into the week. And I've kind of, yeah, spent the last few days just decompressing and not even really, I haven't listened to anything that I re- recorded yet. I haven't turned on my bookle yet, just needed a, uh, um, yeah, a little, I guess, uh, a little time off. But, but yeah, just, I've been thinking about the whole experience and kind of, you know, things that I've taken away from it. Um, and one thing I, I guess that was interesting to kind of think about is just being in a studio and patching and making music kind of on the fly, uh, versus patching at home while, you know, like you've got complete focus at the studio with no distractions, which is pretty amazing but with that kind of time clock ticking in the back of your head wanting you to be kind of as productive as possible it didn't it went against I guess how I usually patch at home to where you know I'll I might spend a few days kind of working on an idea you know patch something get a you know get a skeleton of the idea going but then kind of live with it and come back to it and and you know maybe record a little little bit of the patch and then listen to it throughout the day and then think of like oh here's what I could you know come back and do later and in this situation wasn't necessarily like that because it was kind of like all right like let's patch something up let's explore it and then let's move on or at least that's how I felt I I wanted to work I guess I like I just said I kind of slowed down for these for the last day um and patched a lot less than I had in um, days before. So yeah, while there's, you know, distractions at home with life in general and family and everything, um, it still is um, nice to kind of work at at your own pace. Um, You know, not saying one is, is better than the other. It was great to experience this and have this just huge chunk of dedicated time to just live to to make music um but yeah just something to something i've been thinking about another thing it was cool to to play with the original 259s um but kind of funny enough like they didn't seem like head and shoulders above like the 259 clone that i have um which i think you know the internet will tell you you know, it's like, there's no comparison. And, you know, that's what I kind of thought I had, I had thought that, yeah, probably the clone clone, like oscillators will probably get you maybe 75% of the way there. Like they'll be a pretty good interpretation of, of the real thing. Um, but I wasn't, you know, it's not like I had mine right next to these ones. Um, but it was, it it was very familiar. It was kind of like, oh yeah, that's, you know, these are the same types of sounds that mine make. So, um, so yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Also been thinking about just, um, in this huge studio kind of realizing it's like, oh, unfortunately, you know, more is more, (laughs) um, just, it's an embarrassment of riches that they have there. So, you know, it's just, as you're patching along, it's, 
it's just there's there's kind of no constraint it's just like well i need another oscillator there one is and i need to process this control voltage well i've got you know six lanes of that and eight envelopes and and just i don't know it's pretty wild coming from i've 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 got a a decent sized setup but um but yeah it's just kind of pretty amazing to play with um with multiple multiples of of modules um and just lends to things being more complex which is pretty neat but at the same time it kind of had me thinking you know you've got everything right in front of you um but maybe your patching requires less ingenuity in kind of problem solving having just you know had the easel for for a couple of years just straight by itself and you know kind of playing out live and trying to draw out long long sets with it and everything um you really have to kind of use that ingenuity and uh get creative and in, in patching things um and yeah so it's just kind of like a different side of your brain like you maybe work a little bit harder when you've got less to try and make more out of less but you know it's still really nice to have everything at your fingertips and kind of it's yeah no you don't have to hold back it was a pretty yeah wild thing to experience i was also kind of just surprised to learn things that i thought i would need but then i didn't i've really been wanting to mess around with a 285 for a, a long time and i thought i would reach for it a lot more than i actually did but yeah i didn't i'm i used it on you know a fair amount of things but in in spend a bit of time just kind of exploring that module but yeah it, i guess i always felt like oh that's an essential kind of piece of, of bukla but at, i guess at this point in time as i like, coming away from it i'm not i'm not thinking about that module as much as i am others kind of same with the the 205 you know maybe it's, it, it's probably it's just all kind of place and time with uh you know and what's your what's your how you're patching and and how you're creating your music but i use it a little bit but um it didn't yeah it didn't feel essential like i didn't come away and be like oh, i i need one of those now and then yeah the 291 was like a, a little bit underwhelming i didn't use it too much or i just wasn't super happy with the results now um what's a bummer and it's like i should have tried to cut carve away more time to go into the other studio with the smaller black knob 200 system because they do have a 291 in there and that's a real one where they had a, a clone one in the the big system and and they had mentioned it's like oh they do sound pretty pretty different and just kind of thinking back i've spent a little bit of time with the 291 that um our friend bill lines the builder um he put together to um for somebody or, or sold it and um and so i did a demo for him so i got to spend a little bit of time with it and i really liked it when i had that i didn't really think of, that would be something that i would i'd be into i just was in a spot where i was like i don't think filters matter much in bukla <laughs> um but um but it did end up sounding really good um but yeah this one i don't know maybe it's just a certain one it it didn't wow me so yeah it kind of fell in that you know didn't feel as essential as maybe i'd kind of once thought 
what I'm not surprised to learn is that I loved the 288V, the time domain processor. I have the 277 uh, delay, which is great. Um, this thing is just, just bonkers, though. There's so many aspects to it that it's just, I don't know, a really deep module with you know, so many different options, uh, sliders to, you know, mix in, um, your, your delays, or you can have pre-programmed ones, um, you know, all these different outputs, kind of like the MARF and its whole kind of sampling section is, yeah, just, it was so fun to use. And I, yeah, I don't see how I can not stop dreaming about that thing and eventually get one and then uh and then yeah quad fucking rules i like totally understand what um you know how suzanne is in love with with quad and the movement of sound um i hadn't really experienced it to its fullest extent i guess being able to control the sound myself and yeah it's just such a i guess I don't know. It was like a part of magic that I knew that was probably there, but I got to experience it. And it, I feel like it is kind of pretty essential to the whole Buchla experience. You know, I guess, you know, Don put, he's put three or four modules, I think three that are just, you know, dedicated to quadraphonic sound. So he was obviously, you know, into that idea and, yeah, I guess if you get the chance to to try out a 227, definitely do it. It is kind of a, I, I always think of it as like it's a luxury. I mean, obviously, like you got to have another set of speakers to even, you know, experience it. And it's hard to then have that translate in recordings, um, which, you know, I did bring my, my binaural microphone to kind of work with that. And I... Yeah, you know, I'm at, at this time. I haven't really listened to those <laughs> recordings all that much. I did a little bit, and you know, you can definitely, f you know, feel the spatialization. I couldn't move the speakers and stuff, so they're they're. I think I I need more. Um, I need to experience more with um, kind of speaker placement and stuff for, w in context with the microphone. Uh, but I think something's there. I think I think it is a pretty good representation of getting that quad sound but yeah anyways like yeah there's you know you might not be able to play as many shows with it but i don't know i kind of feel like you know if we're all doing this we're kind of basically doing it for ourselves and so you know if you if you can muster if you can grab a couple other yamaha monitors in a couple stands um you know, and have that set up at, at home. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it really is a invigorating experience. So I guess I just like to thank everyone for, for tagging along and, and listening. If you've <laughs> hung in there th this far, um, everybody at EMS were great. All the staff, um, even the other people that were there for the residency, they're amazing. There's some, yeah, kind of good camaraderie there at the end. And, um, yeah, so uh, I guess I'll uh, catch you guys later. All right, we've got Jan Nensen yeah. here. 
Thank you. But I'm actually here. I'm in your yeah. You're I'm here. I'm in your world. You're you're with me. Yes, actually. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's more accurate. Yeah. Um, so I had reached out to you a month or two ago because whether you know it or not, mm-hmm. your name just keeps on getting dropped uh, on different episodes yeah. of the podcast. Like we we had um, we had Todd Barton on, and we had uh, Eric Fox, yeah. and um, so I was like, man. And then I saw on your Instagram yeah. a few months ago of your uh, uh, pro- programmable pulsar module. Yeah. And my eyes were like bugging out of my head. And I was like, okay, we need to we need to talk while I'm here. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad you reached out. Yeah. So um, let's like back up mm. and like you are obviously a tinkerer. I'm guessing like to take stuff apart and kind of figure out how stuff worked because it seems like you have then put different versions of stuff back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I mean, uh, I've never been a fan of, uh, uh, I think I've been more into replicating stuff. Yeah. And then I, I started like, once you get that way into your, once you start thinking about that and, and realize what people are doing, mm-hmm. it gets easy to do your own stuff mm-hmm. because you can build, you, like you lay a foundation of ideas uh and then it gets it's it gets you, you get inspiration from that mm-hmm. uh, and it's easy to to just like pr- soldier on and and uh, try new things yeah i guess so what start what was the kind of the first thing that you took on uh, it was the the i mean ages ago it was search that okay. was basically what got me started um I mean, I'm like I've always been into synthesizers and stuff like that, but but uh, like my first big modular projects and my first like big DIY projects were search projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is maybe 10, 10, 12 years ago. Okay, um, I was doing we were doing lots of search stuff, um, and uh, that's basically what 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 got me going. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's it's sort of a ladder. You start off with like small stuff, and then you move on, and eventually you'll end up at search, and then you'll <laughs> um, like end up with Bukla. Mm-hmm. It's sort mm-hmm. of a, like a ladder. There, I mean, like, there, it's not like something is better or worse than the other, but it's like it's sort of a mental because at first, like, when you we start off with when you have mixed signals modulars where everything you can cross patch everything. Yeah, and then you look at Bukla and it's like, but this is silly. Why wouldn't I? Why can't I? I want to, and then, then after a while you get the idea. Mm-hmm. It's like, but this is actually quite clever because then you don't have a part with half the range is useless. Yeah, because everything works like it's supposed to work. It's like if you're this signal, this incoming signal is correct, mm-hmm. which is pretty, pretty nice from a from a technical point of view and i think from a user, point user of view, yeah, yeah for sure so i mean that's kind of the the journey i've made mm-hmm. um but i think what what really my big big my first big undertaking was the was the arp project i did the the 2600 clone six seven years ago yeah and that was massive yeah uh, that seems to be I mean, I think that's the first time I heard of the human comparator. Yeah. I didn't mention that, that no. you're also known as the, yeah, <laughs> the human <know>. comparator. <laughs> I, 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 but I just know you as Jan, really, you know? Yeah. Just like <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think that I, I'm, I'm running too many nom de plus to, to, to be comfortable. It's like, is this, 
sometimes like I'm doing the since I've done the search the seventy three seventy five stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I sometimes get emails from from people it's like, hey, I'm interested in this. It's like I send them emails. Oh, it's you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's me. I'm just I'm not very well at communicating yeah. that it's me. I'm just doing stuff. I'm not. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I should be better at that. But ah, it's yeah. not that important. I think. Yeah. It's just. It's more stuff to get the stuff out, mm-hmm. but uh, I learned a lot with a with a two thousand six hundred um, in every aspect of uh, of uh, working with circuits and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was quite a steep learning curve, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I learned a lot. And then you know when when you're done a project long enough, you get tired of it. You start looking for new things. Yeah. And I've been doing. I was doing search. I was doing the 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 ARP clones, I was looking at like other stuff. And I I know back then Roman was doing the 200s, mm-hmm. I think. And no one was really doing the, the 100s. Yeah. Uh, and I sort of I sort of rejected it because it's too old. And if you look at it, it's like if you just look at it, it's it's kind of, it's not, sur- it's not really interesting. Because if it's too basic, you yeah. look at it, it's like yeah. there is nothing here that you can sort of dig into it's not like it doesn't have the if you look at the 200s it's like the depth yes. of everything it's like there's so much depth yeah and because you, you started being able to start to see cv everything yeah that's the thing when i look at the 100 it's just like oh wait you don't really see there's no. cv everything you have a bunch of control processors to then try and yeah. make weird stuff but but yeah so so I was looking at that, and I think I think at the same time I started building like the super early search stuff, mm-hmm. it's like the the ones that, that were made in the early seventies, and it's and it sounded so good mm-hmm. because it sounded so electrical. It was like it doesn't, it, it's not pretending to be something. It's not like this polished synthesizer idea. Yeah. That's sort of if you look at the 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 Minimoog and, and stuff like that, which is super super synthy. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're trying to do something like they're trying to re- replicate a synth saxophone or something. You yeah, can, you can sound it's, it can almost sound like a real instrument. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. when I built the search, it was like, this doesn't sound like anything at all. This sounds like angry electrons, <laughs> and that was like that really got me going. I was like, this is really nice. Mm-hmm. And then I really realized that the early like the, the, looking at the schematics for the early hundred stuff. Uh, the hundred stuff is it's the same same sort of idea mm-hmm. it's like it's just raw there's it's untamed it's weird it's like <laughs> the, the solutions are, are like okay this is weird but it works so <laughs> i like it Let's, yeah uh, uh, and i think that's what uh, why I'm like looking for a new project i started building the 100s and the 100 series and this is i don't know many years back that was maybe about three or so three four that, years ago maybe, yeah yeah because i remember I think on Muffwiggler or something, yeah. finally like seeing some photos. It's yeah. just like, whoa. And I don't and think the, there weren't that many people doing it back then. It's like Mike Peak maybe were yeah. the only guy I saw doing it. And I was like, why is he doing that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> but uh, like, but maybe but then, I want but, to do it. <laughs> yeah, and then you build it. Like when, you, when I first built my first like 158 or something, you listen to it, it's like, this is raw. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. This is super weird. And the FM is off the charts, and everything is off the charts, and it's yeah, uh, weird selling key filters on the output for no reason at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like, why did you put it here? No idea. Uh, <laughs> but it's like uh, it has this 
power and something I really, really enjoy with it, both mm-hmm. with that and the the early surge stuff, is that it's they were explorers. Mm-hmm. They were really trying to 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 discover like how what is electronic music? How do we approach it? How do we work with it? Do what is an what is an envelope generator? Yeah. Do we need yeah. it? Was like how how is it supposed to work? Is it supposed to be in a, nowadays? You like everything doubles as everything. Mm-hmm. But back then, I mean, like you get an you get an LFO and it's a transient generator mm-hmm. or it's something else. It's like they were feeling the way through. Yeah. And it's I think that's something that I don't know if it's lost now. It's getting back because everybody's doing crazy crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, it's really something that I think it's super inspiring. Yeah, and I think we're at the. I guess point in time where it's like we can look back with perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, seeing this last 60, 70 years of, of progression from this stuff. But um, yeah, and now it's like kind of like uncovering the secrets, you know, yeah. that wasn't maybe as well documented and stuff at, in the early days. No, we're, we're, we're as well understood. Yeah. Today. I mean, like now we know what we're. How we're supposed to to deal with it it's like we know what we sort of know what what's expected mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of a synthesizer or how we're supposed to shape sound and stuff like that but um so how how did you go about um kind of tracking down information on i mean on there's, there's always p- people to ask yeah for some reason some someone has scanned everything Okay. I don't know who is, but uh, someone's doing a fabulous lo- job of finding old schematics, scanning them, dealing them out to people, mm. and then you just have to find the right person and ask the right questions, I guess. <laughs> um, but I mean, some of the, a lot of the things are, are still elusive, yeah. and I like that. I, I think there's there should be <laughs> undiscovered stuff. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. Uh, it's like I, I think they found like a, a, a bukla panel that was dipped in acid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw some some sort of, of uh, news footage of it. Some guy was repairing a bukla oh, system yeah. came home yeah. and, and was this last year. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I think that kind of destroyed it for me because <laughs> you, you you just you want to <laughs> well, know. Then, but you talk to the internet and everybody's like, "Oh, it's fake news." Yeah, yeah. Like, but, don't believe the guy. Where yeah. where it's just like, "Oh man!" Like that rhetoric kind of had to come into this like synth yeah. world, like bummed me out yeah you know yeah because you want you want it to be like (laughs) is it this one or isn't it Mm -hmm. you're you're just like that's why you gotta try them all yeah exactly (laughs) just lick them just lick (laughs) them maybe we should do like a special edition (laughs) (laughs) the real red panels yeah um that's awesome um okay so then how did this line up so you made this um 100 system and yeah. it's based on the mills stuff right yeah it's based on, i think there's so many iterations of the the 100s you just have to to get what your get what you can get your hands on yeah um, yeah i mean talking with um the mems guys yeah. where they have you know yeah there's like four or five different yeah. uh 158s yeah. and it's it's such a mess and i mean like it's 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 the same if you if you look at the back of the 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 mill system. Mm-hmm. If you want to go like back to the real original stuff, I mean, the the first one forty is just point to point wired. Mm-hmm. There's no PCB or anything, so that's the way it's supposed to do. I it's supposed to be, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. It's you just get your hands on what you 
get all the schematics you can, try all the variations, and then you get photos of PCBs and everything is in different places anyway. Yeah. So it's it's impossible to say it's like, but I think the the basic idea. I think what's important with the hundreds is that it wasn't really a a, a system. It was it was like an instrument. He sold like when he when he designed it for for uh, San Francisco Tape Music Center. It was sold as an they just they I guess they they wanted design as an instrument. Yeah. They wanted it as to be uh, this uh, this unit that you played on. Yeah. It wasn't they they weren't buying separate modules mm-hmm. and like oh now we need another one fifty eight. Yeah. They were like we need a system that we can play. Yep. And I think that's what's super important with with uh, with a with a hundred series. It's like it should I think it should come pre pre. Mm, pre-configured mm-hmm. like you're, buy, like you're buying single... like you if you want to buy something you're getting minimum nine modules yeah period just to get it's it like going. yeah yeah sure it's fun to just have an oscillator but that's not the the core of the system isn't to have like bits and pieces mm-hmm. it's to have it like a complete musical instrument and um and i think that's today with all the pokemon going on with uh with all the modules it's like get one here and get one there and Mm-hmm. collect them all and stuff like that <laughs> but it's important to see in them it's like it's an instrument it's yeah. supposed to be tied together and and uh and stuff like that so well like in the in the like 200 series brochures that i've seen where it's yeah. like they kind of he you know listed out like you should get this system yeah. or well they still kind of do that on yeah like the e system too. Yeah. kind of have configurations that's you know suggested this yeah. is what you should get so yeah well, that makes sense because mm-hmm. if you start comp- I always find like if I start to build my own systems, you know, you get a you're bored a Friday evening, you get a pen and paper and start writing all the modules you want. Yeah. And then you realize halfway through it's like I only I have no I have no oscillators at all. I only have CV sources. <laughs> and then you go like this is this is dumb. <laughs> and then you look at the the website and it's like, oh, this system actually makes sense because it has a bit of everything and it would be playable and it would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's it's super important to have those those parts uh, or just make it an instrument yeah treat it like an instrument and make it an instrument and play mm-hmm. on it so you got that in the hands of eric fox and this whole transition to bukle usa happened yeah. um and so i guess it was kind of like a go they were gonna start producing these but then you went and met with mort right yeah we went to mills with my system and mm-hmm. met with mort and eric and and to, to sort of get more to, to sort of approve it. It's mm-hmm. like he, he got to play with it. We put it next to side by side with the mill system and, and he played it and, and uh, he liked it. So uh, that was fantastic. It's a great feeling. And, yeah. Uh, and get all the, the one, all the old stories and everything. It's an amazing storyteller. Uh, it's a super, it was super exciting and uh, such an, such an honor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's, it's also because, I mean, the, the 100 series are it's so elusive. If you so it was great to get a, to actually play the first system the the old system yeah uh, and compare the sound wise and stuff like that and I mean do they sound the same yeah but do they sound <laughs> exactly the, the same? same no yeah <laughs> so the, the spirit is there but there's you need you need to put it in an oven for forty years or something so yeah like there's there's the mill system and that's the mill yeah. system yeah like but it's super 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 fun and uh i guess we're gearing up for something 
this <laughs> this spring. But okay. uh, I think Eric has all the details, so you're gonna have to talk yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to him the other day, and was thinking like, oh, we should. We'll have to set up like a, you know, half yearly. He'll come on the show, and, yeah. and <laughs> it's the State of the Union over there, and yeah, fireside chat or something. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to checking. Yeah, out it would be. It would be. Him. It would be great. I think it's it's. Uh... I'm excited for it. And I miss my system because Eric still has it. So <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever see so it Eric, again. So Eric, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I ever... I haven't asked him if I'm getting it back either. So I'm a bit scared. It's like, Eric, can I have it back? And I'm like, no. It's like, okay. Okay. So, sorry for asking. So, yeah. Sorry. Could I? Could I? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but it was fun with the first, the first, uh, uh, the first system I sent them because uh, I built a small one for them to reevaluate, like maybe a year ago or something, mm-hmm. and that was it was dead on arrival when they got it. Oh, uh, uh, because it's it's Here, the, here's this brick. Yeah, it was it was bad. It, it's so hard because you need to to test because I can't test the voltages. You know, I need to get a 110 60 yeah. hertz. Yeah. And then you just you just wire it blindly. It's like okay, I t- <laughs> I tried it in my place. It works on two hundred and twenty. Now let's rewire it for one hundred and ten and ship it over the ocean. It's like oh, wow. no, it doesn't work. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Do you have a technician? Like, no. Mm. So, but they figured it out eventually when they sent the, the big system, <laughs> uh, which was also a mess. It was supposed to make it for Nam, I think, but it it got lost by FedEx. It took. Oh. I guess. Okay, I guess, so. Was, he had mentioned he'd had that for a while. Or... Yeah, I have, must have had it for over a year. I think yeah. I sent it last, like 2018, I first sent it to him. Okay. But, um, so he's got two systems. Yeah, one small system and a big <laughs> system. And I think they've, they've picked and matched out of it and stuff like that. Okay. It weighs a ton. It's it's insane to ship it. It's just, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the things we look back at. It's like, why did I do that? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's too big. Um, it looks from... Like the photos. I mean, I guess I'm used to like the 200 boats yeah. or whatever. Does it, is it more, is it slimmer? Yeah. All the, I mean, there's no components in it. They're, they're it's super slim. I made my own boats for it. They're like yeah. less than two inches thick. They're like a half, maybe, I think they're three centimeters or something. Three okay. and three and 30, between 30 and 35 millimeters. Mm-hmm. So that's about an inch and a half. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because it looks super. Yeah, they're super, super slim. Um, and I mean, like the the circuits in the the modules, they're just transistors, resistors, and uh, capacitors, and sometimes some random inductor mm-hmm. uh, thrown in there for good measure, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but the there's nothing. So it's super easy to just. I think most of them are like. Uh, a bit over like three quarters of an inch thick. Mm-hmm. The entire module. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the biggest length is set by the if you have a switch on it because oh. that needs to to like stick out the right dimensions on the panels and stuff yeah. like that yeah um, but so they're they're super simple I have some that are two PCBs mm-hmm. thick, like the the 148 is massive and that's one of the it's like when I when I did that I think that I wanted I wanted it to be like now I'm gonna do this the the real way. I'm gonna make this serious. Mm-hmm. So I got all this, all the all the op amps are metal cans, and mm-hmm. it took me for and and I was like the, he's using a really sort of a really weird old op amp which is called LM three hundred two, which is just basically a a buffer. 
It's just okay. it's it's just a normal op amp, but it has it's just functions as a buffer. So it has the same amount of legs, but it has one function less. Mm. Or um, and I was like, I'm gonna get those, <laughs> and they're they're just silly expensive, and and I got like a, enough, and all of them they were fake. Mm. So I was like, okay, <laughs> just order new ones. Uh, but eventually, I got it. I got it up and running, and it's it's a mess to trim. It's yeah. horrible to trim. Yeah, I um, can imagine because you have you have to have all the voltages right uh, because he's folding the signals in in first he folds like he multiplies it with uh, he takes like one yes one and two four eight that's easy yeah and for three for three he 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 like he dc shifts it and and everything just to get like the third like he clips it out of a third and then folds it and then oh, wow pushes it through a sine wave shaper and then it takes that and doubles it to get the sixth okay uh, and then it does the same with five to ten and i think seven is a completely different something completely <laughs> different uh, yeah. it does the same as like but you get all these weird artifacts from all this folding and stuff uh, mm-hmm. all this multiplication and stuff so it sounds like almost wavetably it's it's such an amazing sound in it. Yeah. Um and it's so far from perfect. I mean like mm. all the sound waves have like is how many overtones is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is the sound wave. <laughs> um, um which is amazing. But uh and you when you pair it with a with a 100 and well, I can't remember the the number. Uh, was it 110? No, 107. The one. The, oh, the, the mixer. Yeah, the mixer which had 10, uh, 10 uh, inputs, mm-hmm. and then you have the the 114, which is the keyboard with 10 keys. Yeah, where each key is has its own pressure output and stuff like that. Ah, so you can yeah, play. So like... You can play all the overtones. Oh, um, that sounds the, like fun. Yeah, it's it's so fun, and that, especially so you control the the 148 with a like. A, like the one uh, 112 the, the capacitor mm-hmm. keyboard so you control the the ton- tonality or the the pitch with mm-hmm. that one and they control the play the overtones with the other hand oh, and it's that's cool yeah it's super fun it's so much fun it sounds yeah um yeah i'm excited to hear that we got to try out the the 132 yeah oscillator um which it kind of seems like i don't know we we found this article that was like in a keyboard magazine or something back in the 80s and don was kind of talking about abandoning that idea of yeah i know that fast rate um uh, i've been looking for that article actually because i read it a couple of years ago and i was like uh and i've been looking for it but i couldn't find i haven't been able to find it again okay it's amazing yeah yeah amazing no because i know he he was like if you you can build a sequencer then you can just clock it in in uh in audio rate, and then you got a oscillator, and he, I know he banned it because you can't, like, if you set all the knobs to zero and you twist one yeah, and you twist twenty eight, doesn't matter. It will, it'll be some random overtone. Yeah. So yeah. I, th- I think it, it, it felt like maybe with the one, it's like he maybe kind of wanted the sound of the one forty eight. I wonder which came first, or if they were. Just I think like, he did the one thirty two before. Yeah. And I, but I think that's what's always for me it was like what's. The the big thing with Bukla is the interface. Mm-hmm. It's like that everything is, it's like, it tells you, it's like, this is what you're going to do. And this is what you're going to get. If you, yeah. if you turn the odd, you're getting odd overtones. If you're turning even, you're getting even overtones. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the letdown for me because 
or that was why he was disappointed in the the 132 idea because there was no easy way to to make it good it's yeah. like you you can't you can't slap an interface on this which, which makes it understandable i mean the the sonic result is amazing mm-hmm. it sounds it's such an a such a cool cool module it sounds yeah it's yeah. like a digital yeah it's <laughs> digital it's digital time. analog it's yeah. oh it's years before anything like that but um but you can't use it mm-hmm. it's like the the you you can you can do whatever you can turn knobs and I mean, like you can turn them into a sine wave and get yeah. sort of a digital sine wave. It's like jank. Yeah, I did that. Like you, you kind of just need an oscilloscope. Yeah. To use it. I mean, to. I mean, I guess that's the way I see. It. You can just turn random stuff. And yeah. Like that's what it sounds like, but it is kind of like you know making really janky waveforms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of thirty-two like, steps. Yeah. But you can never. You can never. If you. You can never play it. So to say, you can say like, I want this result. I want like. I want these kind of overtone patterns, or I want this sort yeah. of. It's like no, no. Yeah. it's going to be too hard. It's just going to have random yeah. guesses. You're going to get carpal tunnel. Yeah, saying like your wrist is just going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's completely destroyed. <laughs> I can't, I can't pick this up. Why? I'm too, too much. One thirty two. It's got me. Occupational hazards. <laughs> like no, but it sounds. It sounds such a such an amazing module. Um, but. It's, at the same time, I I, st- I still believe he was correct in mm-hmm. in when it comes down to controlling it. It's uh, yeah. there, it's there's not a way, no clear clear way. If you don't want the the classic waveforms like triangle and sawtooth and stuff like that, yeah, uh, then it's there's no way of knowing what you're gonna get. No, yeah, uh, which is sad, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, or if some smart person figures out, I don't know. <laughs> I think there's you're getting close to like additive synthesis in that aspect. It's like if you want to work the same with the 148, which is I mean I guess it's an additive synthesizer or primitive version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just need more. You need more partials or whatever. Yeah. It's just now. I mean, I know that additive synthesis is kind of it's been popular or easier to use like in computers and yeah. stuff because you just have a ton of. You just um, generate a bunch of sine waves and you control the overtone spectrum it's yeah. like, or the tilt of them and stuff yeah. like that. But to so. make that into a module yeah. is and you know, have good control yeah. of it. There's just there's a Eurorack one that yeah. has come out recently and it has like five hundred and sixteen <laughs> partials or something like that. It's, it sounds cool. Yeah. Right? It's like chaos chaos devices okay. or something like that. I had an idea like years ago and I posted about it online, but I, I don't know uh it never went anywhere because I had an idea of making basically 148 or, or the same, though digital, but where you can, instead of having a, a, the, where you could mess with the harmonic relationship between the overtones. Mm-hmm. So instead of having the multiplies where one, two, one, two, three, four, five, you could have it by like 0.97, 1.98. So you mm. could, you could get, destroy the harmonic relationship between <laughs> all the overtones. Yeah. Um, which sounds like a cool idea, yeah. Because then you go like, "Oh man!" Then I could just shift the overtone spectrum, and but it turns out it sounds like a ring modulator. Oh yeah, just yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's what's I, I I built a super complicated ring modulator. <laughs> um, you pat yourself. Yeah, on the back. I was like, this is it's, it's one of those. I had another idea like years ago, and I was so excited for it because I I, w- I wanted to build like a, an oscillator that had one hundred oscillators in it, mm-hmm. uh, but they should all be a cent apart. 
Okay. So there should be like between two tones, there should be a hundred a hundred oscillators. You call it like the drift. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> sort of. It's like, and I was so excited. I was like, so, I, and I figured this. I can just build this in software. You just sit in that Ableton and pick out synthesizer and tune them one cent apart. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I discovered was there's like you, you can't hear a cent. It's like if uh, four two. four cents, there you start to hear the difference okay. between the two tones. And if you stack like if you have five to ten oscillators that are four cents apart, then you built a phaser. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah. I yeah, so that was <laughs> I was like, so I just built the phaser. <laughs> so I should have thought about this, but I was so you know, you're you get so caught up in your ideas. Yeah, like, you live and you learn. Yeah, I'm liking how you're like seeing them through though. Yeah. And yeah, but it's like this is such a ra- this is I'm, this is amazing. I'm gonna try this. And it's like then you hear the facing sound. It's like oh uh, yeah, <laughs> now yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. <laughs> next, next. Uh, well, okay. Speaking of next, um, so you've showed me a few designs that you're you're working on. Yeah. Um, there's uh, one in front of me that's. Yeah, the kind of mind blowing. I mean, it's not all put together yet. Or no, it's just it's functional. Yeah, it's functional. I think I, I think it actually it it went out when we when I put it on the desk. So maybe we short circuit or something. I don't know. Uh, we'll solve that. But it's <laughs> um, because I've been working on some some of my own stuff. The the programmable programmable pulse matrix is obviously the first one. Yes. Uh, so let describe let's describe that one. Yeah, first. It's, it's basically it's a trig sequencer. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16 steps, uh, four layers. So you can output four different triggers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the m- what really gets me going is, is when you have synergy effects and s- not random stuff have, happen, but when you can get two things going together. Yeah, so, because it, you, you're bringing in some logic into exactly, the system. Exactly, so the idea is to have all the four different layers can have di- different step length. Mm-hmm. So pattern A can have be one to sixteen, and pattern B can be one to three, and then they will just loop. Yeah. Um, and then you have logic between A and B, so it's A and B and mm-hmm. A X or B, which means you get all the permutations of the two overlapping patterns, mm-hmm. and that's when it gets super exciting because then by making short sequences, if if you have one pattern that is four step long and the other is three. Then yeah. it will take twelve steps for them to repeat. Yeah. So if you have one that's seven and one that's five, it's going to take them thirty-five. So you yeah. can build super long patterns by just having a few steps. Yeah. I mean, like if you get it super super long, if you make it sixteen and fifteen, it's going to take like a hundred and forty-four step or maybe <laughs> even more. So that's like so interesting. You can you have something so small, but you get something super big out of it. Yeah. So it's a <laughs> single it's a single panel, and. Um, it's got the keys on. Like, um, what kind of keys are those? It's it's like old nine oh nine. Yeah, keys. Not, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just keyboard keys with a LED through them. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's like it's because I was checking it out the other day with you, and um, it's just so immediate. Like that's what just blew me away. It's just all of a sudden, like you just swiped your finger down the left side of it, and it was just like four on the floor, yeah. like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know just started kind of pushing it further and further yeah. so i don't know it was very exciting to yeah and hopefully uh, i'll try to get it out in during the spring um because it's been i've been working on it for way too long and it's been put in in like uh, on the side for years mm-hmm. because the first the first version had had some like 
first I made it through hole, then I made it surface mount, then I had an error in the output sections, and I had to fix it. And that th I think that took me three years because I, it was so boring. Yeah. I just I just <laughs> didn't want to do it. And I, I think for for me, it's like I'm I'm only my my like how do you say uh, my my um, uh, trying to find a word here. Uh, when, when you my my research for what okay. people want is it's there is none yeah i have no idea what you guys want i have no clue <laughs> it's like if i have and frankly i don't i don't, I don't, I don't really yeah. care yeah uh, because i know what i want and yeah. it's like because and for me it's like i'm i'm this is something that I, i'm interested in this i want mm -hmm. this so i'm gonna build it mm -hmm. uh, and if i'm lucky some other guy will like it too and then i'm happy yeah. um and i think that's but for me it's super important that it comes from inside that it's like I want this, yeah. so I'm going to try to make it. And I think that's why I have s quite a few projects that just stops because I made like one version. It's like, oh, now I have it. <laughs> so <laughs> now, now I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with this. I don't, I don't. Now, if I start, if I have to make more, it's going to be a, a job, mm -hmm. and, and it's mm -hmm. boring to work. You know, <laughs> you just, just sit at home, play with your toys instead. It's like, um, but I think that, and also I think that's. It's super important that things take time because if you rush it, it's going to be there's a big risk that you're missing out on stuff. Yeah. And for example, for with the with the PPM, the 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 pulse matrix is, is that I added in the last version. I added a the CV output jack that will sum all the it will take the binary outputs of all the Boolean logic and outputs and sum them into a CV signal, so you get a sort of a melody going. Mm -hmm. um, and I. That was something I didn't plan from the beginning, but it's something that took, like, it took a couple of years to like. I had a friend who suggested it years ago. I said, like, couldn't you do this? And I was like, nah. Oh. Then I, <laughs> no, no, I'm not really. I don't think this is the. Like I don't. He, I don't think that this module should do just like that exactly. And I was mm -hmm. like, nah, nah, I'm not gonna skip that. And you know, like two years later, it's like it's not such a bad idea. <laughs> and now I have to re like redesign the output section anyway. So I could just While throw it in open, there. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's like if you give, if you let people sit, if you let like things sit and 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 uh, think about it for for quite a while, it, it'll um, it will mature. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's super important. But uh, and that's that's why for me it's important not to to release stuff too early mm -hmm. in this in the in the process. Mm -hmm. If you release something, because for example, if I if I'd gone on with a with the idea, I'm going to make an oscillator with a hundred oscillators in between. Perhaps somebody on the internet should could have told me that it's like <laughs> this is going to be a phaser, you moron. <laughs> but uh, that would kind of spoil it for me. Yeah, <laughs> because then I would be like, no, it's not. <laughs> well, just let me. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it's and, a phaser. And oh, I think shit. that. Um, if you if you make something if you announce something too early, it's gonna sort of take away the joy of, of uh, working with it because because uh, then there's like a you've set the deadline yeah for sort of people that, gonna expect it yeah uh, which is it's I guess it's fun as well because it's it's you get excited when people get excited mm -hmm. that's that's a that's a fact I think <laughs> uh, if someone said like this is cool you're gonna like yeah this is cool yeah 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 it's, that, that's correct I like this. Um, if you release something and people go like meh, then you go like oh yeah, like so, oh now I have to see this through and nobody yeah, cares like, and stuff. Yeah, so it's just gonna be bad. Um, so I've been, I've been working on that one, and then then I've had a couple of ideas. Mm -hmm. 
uh, along the way. And one thing that I didn't show you is something that I've been missing is just to make a speaker in one U, Bukla, for you, one U. So you could put it in your system. Yeah, kind of like a the monitor, like a EMS, yeah, uh, synthy kind yeah, exactly. of. Exactly. Uh, it's like so you could have a monitor in your system. It's not going to be amazing, uh, but it's going to. So you, just, you can just patch it in here. If yeah, see what see what it sounds like. But uh, we got caught in the acoustics because it's <laughs> like you you want it to sound like it's that's the, it's that's not the name of your next record too. Yeah, <laughs> probably <laughs> we got caught in the acoustics. <laughs> Um, no, but you know, it's like you want it to sound like not like crap. Yeah, and yeah. you can't just you're gonna have to put a box behind it or some sort of sort of because you can't just have the sound going out in the boat with all the loose mm-hmm. wires and you pieces. Can? What? Yeah. You can Yeah, you can, <laughs> but it's gonna sound like is this a thing can? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Why did I pay, pay pay premium for this? We don't know because it's Bukla. Come yeah. on, yeah, <laughs> it's what you do. Yeah, but um, but uh, that was something I've been been thinking about at least uh, that's cool but um we need to sort out the acoustics at least <laughs> um when you say when you say we i think that's me and i mean like i'm i'm i try to to involve people around me mm-hmm. uh so, so for example daniel help, he helps me a lot with like i come up with a i start working with something Mm-hmm. And then halfway through, I was like, "I got it. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna need Daniel's opinion on this." It's yeah. like, um, because you always need a second opinion or a brain trust yeah. that you can like throw stuff out and say, "Like, is this good or bad?" Totally. Am I? Because you get so caught up in your own ideas. It's like this is yeah. this is the best idea ever, and then you show it to someone. It's like, no, it's not. It's like, oh, <laughs> wow. It's well, right. yeah, yeah. It's like you got to know. I mean, instead of just throwing it out to the internet yeah. for, because that person will be there to yeah. give you a meh back. Yeah, but I think that also the the biggest problem with the internet is is sort of thing where you you go out and you post something. It's like I, I always imagine if if you if you invented sports, it's like if you invent something, it's like I invented this sport. It's like you have a puck, and you have um, you have sticks, and you skate on ice, and you post it on the internet. It's like this is a, this is amazing idea. It's called hockey, and then someone will say like, this is amazing. I really like that. But what if they what if they ran on grass instead and had a ball? And then you go like, yeah, that that exists. It's called soccer. It's like, yeah, I like that. Maybe you should turn your your hockey thing into soccer. Get, yeah, throw the sticks out. Yes, and throw the sticks out. It's like, but that's the whole point. <laughs> like, so it's, the internet is great, but sometimes the feedback is misdirected. Yeah. Um, so I don't. Well, know. in in you know, like you said, like you want to be confident in your own designs. Like, yeah. well, I want to make it. Yeah, I want to see it through. But then. But then, yeah, yeah, you need people you need, that you trust, and, and yeah, you uh, need to ask people because otherwise, you you will just get lost in your own jungle. It's yeah, you're, I don't know, and I think that's an, that's another important part to let people let things brew and sit through. And it's like because you have it, it takes for me, it takes quite a while. To, I can get it on paper quite easily, mm-hmm. but then you need to sit and think about it for quite a long time. Yeah. To see is this is this really a good idea? Yeah. Will it fit somewhere? Is am this... I am I still thinking about it? Yeah. Months it's, and months and months yeah. later. It's like yeah. I, I really like this. Uh, if you know the uh, the Berlin uh, the the dub techno guys, the rhythm and sound and and uh, basic channel, mm. they were doing uh, stuff. And I think that when they recorded a song, they would li- listen to it nonstop for a month. 
Mm-hmm. And if it made it, it made it. Then it was good. Yeah. Because then yeah. you know it's like this is gonna last forever. Yeah. And I think the same thing. If you do something, it's like if you can if you can look at it for for half a year and think about it for for that like mm-hmm. amount of time, then it's gonna then it's actually gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it takes if it disappears some along somewhere along the way, then it's yeah. uh, wasn't meant to be. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. And other things, I think that. Uh, some ideas comes flying again and again, but mm-hmm. you can't really do something about them. It's like the the one thirty two. It's like you get the idea, and then you try to like mess with it in your head. Like, how can I solve this? It's like, yeah. oh, you can't. Then you push it back, and like a year later, it's like maybe I should. Uh, I still yeah, it's like, why it. couldn't I solve that? Uh, exactly. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. And then, but perhaps some something has happened along the way. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, then. Uh, because what's really what I'm most interested in uh, or has have been uh, is like sequencers and control elements mm-hmm. I'm not so super into the the audio uh, like, domain or, or yeah, like so processing yeah, or creating like no it's, it's I'm I'm slowly strolling over there mm-hmm. but I'm I'm in no rush uh, <laughs> because I think that it's like you sort of know what what you're gonna get for me it's more important like how you play it yeah and i think that's to to there's two parts to like working with synthesizers it's like one to to sculpt the sound yeah and the other is controlling it yeah to move it uh, yeah, yeah to move it yeah and for me it's more in, it's more interesting to to compose or work with with the sounds than to try to sculpt the sounds yeah uh so what i'm doing next is an oscillator <laughs> <laughs> Which Perfect is true. segue. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, but it's got control. Yeah, on the yeah on the module. So yeah, it does. You're it does. you met halfway. Yeah, I did. You know? I did. It's I, playable. I, I appreciate guess. that. Yeah. Um. So it's an FM. Yeah. What oscillator? Something that's. I mean, like everybody loves joysticks. I I don't I, think I had not really experienced uh, playing with the joystick except for like video games. Yeah. Until coming here, and they popped in the two twenty one for me for a couple of days. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, that's everything. It's now. a reason they called joy sticks. Yeah, yeah, because it's in the name. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> so, but but I've been I've been looking for some because I uh, I love the idea of joysticks to to manipulate things because it's so easy. You have two vectors and you like uh, and you just go. Yeah. And so I've been thinking about this idea of doing something with joysticks uh, for quite a while. Then I came up with this idea of having four oscillators and four joysticks, and you have pitch on the x-axis, and then you have FM between the other oscillators on the y-axis. Mm-hmm. So if you push the joystick upwards, it will modulate with one another with like one oscillator, and if you put it downwards, it will modulate with another, and they will all connect to each other. So you can get this sort of operator-dependent. So you can have like a modulates B, which modulates C, which modulates D, which modulates A. <laughs> uh, all and it will be super available since you just have to push the joystick yeah. up and down, and then you can switch the waveforms of each, each oscillator as well. Um, yeah. So the waveforms you've got sine, saw, and square. And square. I think that's good enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. You. It's like you know a switchable three-way switches. Yes. Yeah. To kind of go through the matrix, yeah, I think there were, each of them. You'll probably see some circulating pictures of this online uh, <laughs> when this is released. I hope. 
Yeah. Um, and that's. Uh, and then you can also set some to like yeah, to track you, pitch and to not. Right? Yeah, exactly. The, because that's when you're working with FM, you realize the 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 importance of having either one oscillator track or both, and to to be able to ma- manipulate that because that's what's you get super weird results. Mm-hmm. If both track, you will have like weird things happen. If one track, so here's the idea: you can have you can either you can input to all of them. Mm-hmm. Or and you can turn that off for each individual, or you can have an individual control of each of them. Um, basically, you can CV control the the joysticks. Um, yeah. So you have CV input for for X and CV for input X for Y, y for, right. for on, on each of them. Um, but this is this is the first prototype that I built this weekend, so it's it's gonna have some. Uh, I'm gonna have to work on it a bit more. Um, but it worked a, a bit better than I expected, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to evaluate it and see. Um, this is something that I think will be a DIY module, because right. because it's such a. This is nothing you can like the the the, the pulse metrics will will be a, like a finished module. It's, yeah. it's surface mounted. It's it's possible to pr- produce it. There's no. This is it has. I think it's twenty trimmers in it. Mm-hmm. And it's too much components. I mean, you could do it as uh, SMT and and yeah, mm-hmm. but then the joysticks and all everything. Ugh, it's, yeah. it's too yeah. much work. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So let them do it. Yeah, you, know, so, so, you, you you can do it yourself. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're you're kind of hoping maybe spring or so. I mean, I guess you uh, yeah, maybe summer, summer, f- okay, for fall, summer, summer, something. I need to I need to make another revision after when when the lunar new year is over. Mm-hmm. I need to to rework the PCB and and uh, fix the the glitches and and all the small things. Um, mm-hmm. So and that takes it usually takes like a month to get a okay. to get a new PCB and get it up and running. Uh, especially because I had didn't order. It's like you should always order like ten of everything. It's like you buying joysticks, buy ten. You buy <laughs> you buying. <laughs> it was funny because I, I got a ships from this. this uh, it's built around the thirty three forty oscillator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got the ships because I, I made a, a wrong. I made the payment through the wrong company. I thought I was paying the my panel guys, but I was paying my ship guys. Oh, uh, and so I got a, I got an email saying like, "You sent us money. Why did you do that?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, sorry. It was it was the wrong company." But now you have my money, so can I get ships from you? <laughs> so, so so I got all the ships to to power this thing by accident. Nice, but no joysticks. And no, no that, but and then I had. The, I mean, like I guess these are you can get these joysticks on eBay and and I bought this on AliExpress and it takes like forever to get them. Mm. It's like it's two months wait time. It's like you you already forgot what you're working with when when you right. when you get in the package. Like what is this? Oh, it's joysticks! Yay! Um, so and I, but and I'm waiting for two more more boards. I was hoping to get them before you you would come here, but uh, the Lunar New Year destroyed everything for yeah. me. Like every does it every year. Uh, <laughs> I'm always it's like it's such a bad thing because you know it's gonna happen, but it's like <laughs> I'm never prepared anyway. Like it's, it's coming. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be disappointed. Yeah, it's <laughs> like will I make will I make the deadline this year? No. no. Will I try? Yes. <laughs> will I? Will I send them many me emails and, and like? Can you hurry, please? And they'll be like, no. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be disappointed. <laughs> it takes two months to get the PCBs. Uh, no, but because I've been working on on uh, an another sequencer as well. Uh, yeah, a one panel 
Yeah, one panel sequencer. Tw- 24 step sequencer, which is uh, I think that's fantastic to have 24 steps. Yeah. Uh, you didn't a- you're not going with like an odd number. You didn't go like 25, you yeah, know, to 20- keep it in that bucle kind of yeah. like here's your five step sequencer. Yeah. That's what I like with the uh, like the the surge uh, two panel sample system. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is an old system that was suggested in the the Surge eighty three catalog. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, so like just like you should buy these modules, mm-hmm. and it has a seven step sequencer. Yeah, which is amazing. It's like wh- why why seven steps? It's like you could just remove one module and get eight. It's like, <laughs> but those seven steps they do wonders. <laughs> they do wonders because you just you just have to really think outside the box to get it working. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it's like on the. Um... On the Bukla one two three, where they like just delineate, where like they have two and seven, yeah, and, like the steps. So it's just like, yeah, use just use seven steps. Yeah, yeah there's an eight if you go past. Yeah, but, like we're not gonna tell you it's there. Nah, that will mess up the silk screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's sort of the the. Uh, maybe I should put twenty five in there. But I couldn't fit them, but uh, no, twenty four is good. Say twenty five, yeah. but then have twenty four. Yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> twenty five step sequence. <laughs> Where is the twenty fifth? I don't know. That's you go look you, for that's it. You to find yeah. out. <laughs> no, but the idea was to have because something that's been bothering me with all the analog sequencers is that you get like the TKB or the the two forty two forty five, and what's the big one called two forty eight? Two forty six. Two forty six. Yeah, two forty five. And then. Marf is two forty eight. Yeah, and the, the, you have the small four step as well, which is, uh, or is five? That's five that's step. Five, five yeah. step. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think what's what's bothering me is like you have four different channels that's that each have their own knobs. Yeah. And for me, it's like I usually want to if I have like a filter and an, or a wave shaper, and then I have an oscillator. I usually want them to be controlled by the same signal, mm-hmm. but not really. Maybe I want to add something. Yeah. So I had the idea that it's like, why not use the twenty-four knobs to the same? It's like all you have four outputs and you have the same knobs for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the idea is that you can overlap, so you can set that output A only uses knob one to nine, mm-hmm. and output B uses knob one to ten. And that's like the yeah sort of the, the mentality for the Marf yeah. too, where you're sharing those sixteen steps. Yeah. And I think that's a, it's such a it's such a simple idea. Mm-hmm. And it's it needs to be explored more. It's like, what can you do with it? Uh, mm-hmm. But the the PCBs didn't make it for this uh, before we sat down. So yeah. now, yeah, it really does. Uh, <laughs> um, it has one hundred and eleven LEDs. Yeah, so you'd shown me like a a rendering yeah. of it, and so yeah, so you've got the twenty four. Well, there's probably there's more knobs than yeah. It's, you have you have you, you control it by say setting the center of the, the the sequence and then the width of the the sequence. So how many knobs you want to to, and you can see we control that as well. And then it, it'll delineate by lighting up specific. Yeah, exactly. Lights. So you can see so, which. Yeah, so you've got kind of and like, it's color co- color coded. Yeah, and you've got so it's like four lights around each knob. Each knob. Um, kind of like the uh, yes, yeah, um, exactly. The, like on the two twenty seven, um, like under the on the assign or yeah, when exactly. you're looking at the quad. Um, exactly, we'll see how good that how, how I mean it, it looks good on the on paper, mm-hmm. but we'll see how visual it is when when it's three dimensional because there's always like a, a a mismatch between drawing and reality. It's like is it is this is it so easy to see? 
mm-hmm. will it be immediate to to understand what's going on here because all those all those like you know instagram videos are going to see this yeah yeah like, oh, it's oh, going to blink like, it's going to be oh my god yeah. But, but uh, for for me, this is this is like it's such such a hard thing. That's because, as I said, it's it's 111 LEDs on the mm-hmm. tiny amount of space, and I really really hate LEDs. <laughs> I, I really like. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of LEDs, and it's like hence the 100 system. Yeah, exactly, and and the old search thing as well. Yeah, and uh, when I build the old search stuff for for people, I get the emails like, "Could you put LEDs?" And it's like, "No." <laughs> I actually I, I sort of caved in uh, and I put a LED on the back so you can see that it's actually turned on but I was I was super against that for such a long time um, I was like no it's like you, you're just gonna have to guess you're just gonna have to it's like patch it yeah. up and if it makes a sound, it's on. If it doesn't, it's off. Yeah. Is it hot? Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, that would be. Maybe should get add like a therm, like a beef resistor in it. You can just touch the panel. <laughs> have a have a capacitor you put in, and so you turn on. It goes. <laughs> a bit of smoke comes out. It's like now it's <laughs> on. on. Uh, good to go. Yeah, good to go. Uh, I read somewhere that they, they used to do that on on old television sets. They had a, a, a capacitor mounted backwards. So if when you if you tried to to open the television set, it would short out the cap, so it would it would explode. So you would know not to mess with the system. Oh uh, and the same God. apparently the same thing you with like my, your TV. Don't yeah, mess with yeah, it. Like <laughs> yeah, sort of like don't pick this apart. Um, but the same with uh, with microwave ovens. There mm-hmm. is there is fuses in it, so you're not supposed to be able to open the door uh, when it's running. Oh, and you yeah. can disable those fuses. And there's apparently a, a like a third hidden fuse, uh, so you have you really have to know where it is. Other <laughs> and if you turn it on and like the two fuses that holds the door are like disabled, but the third one isn't, mm-hmm. uh, it would make like a huge pop, and it would be smoke just to tell you, like you're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> nothing, nothing bad will happen. Yeah, but it's like this is a warning. Yeah, so maybe I'm like maybe we should so do we- that in a module. It's like. <laughs> You take this out of the system, it will explode. <laughs> it's like a Mission Impossible yeah, module. Yeah, yeah. If you choose to accept this, yeah, if you <laughs> <laughs> it will blow up. On yeah. You. <laughs> um, uh, oh, also about the sequencer, what I thought was cool is it. You can um, you you got some clocking on there, and you can yeah, do um, um, divisions. Divisions, yeah. Thank yeah. You. So each each layer can have. Um, different divisions uh, yeah. of the, but it's only one clock into all, so you mm-hmm. can't you can't have separate clocks to the different layers. But each layer can have divisions. So you have you have like layer A can be a sixteenth note, and layer D can be a whole note. Yeah. So it takes sixteen steps before it advances. Yeah. Um. So that would be yeah. I'm super excited for it because I think it's going to be such a nice module to have. I yeah. want one. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see if 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 it takes a long time. This means I'm good. I'm pleased with it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just doing it. I'm just keeping it for <laughs> myself. Um, and so but, the other one that you had shown me. Yeah. Um, the 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 weird one. The calculator. Yeah. The calculator. I'm so I'm such a fan of of uh, of keyboards and and I, I'm and, and sen- I'm sensing keyboards buttons not lights yeah no. this one. but yeah. um but math. Yeah, math. In general, yeah, math is math is good. I, I think I, I don't, I don't know if I like it. I, I sucked at math when I was a, when I was a kid, uh, and I, I still do. But uh, but uh, I don't know. You're I, drawn to it. Somehow. Yeah, I'm, re- like, I'm super interested. I'm, I'm. It's so it's so such 
so fascinating. Uh, but I had the idea. This started out with uh, uh, there was there's a there's, there's an app called Bitwiz, okay, uh, which is you just buy you just write um, you write sort of code like pseudocode, mm-hmm. and you have different parameters uh, that you can like sample rate and you you have a little bit of joystick on your iphone screen and stuff like that so you can write stuff and things will happen okay uh, and i always i've been i always toyed with the idea to to have an oscillator where you have to write the function that you want of the oscillator so if you want a sine wave oscillator you have to write sign right write, write sign the 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 <laughs> variable forward you, slash yeah exactly <laughs> um and if you if, if you want a square wave you're gonna have to write a function for a square wave um so the, i've always been toying that idea it's like back to if if you wanted to make it a, a sawtooth just like it's just an integrator just calculate one plus one or one plus x or something mm-hmm. um so and I, so i had this idea and then I, i've been toying with it for mm-hmm. quite a while in my in my head it's like this this could be this could be interesting but i couldn't you, you can't get it to work because it's the end user is going to be like what why <laughs> it's like this is this is so much work i had a, a, another idea it's like something i always wanted to build as a synthesizer with one knob and one button uh, and if okay. you pu- if you push the button you get a you get a you get you get to shift you get to you get a parameter to to uh, to adjust Mm-hmm. But you don't know which one until you turn the knob. Turn the knob. So you, you're not sure what you're doing until you turn the knob. Uh, so it might be the parameter you want, but it might be some completely other stuff. Yeah. So, so it's just like, well, so this sounds I'm super. Throw ni- stuff at it, and it's going to throw something back. Exactly. But uh, I like that uh, sort of journey or an idea. Yeah. But uh, but I've been toying with a with a algorithm idea. So I, I sat down and, and wrote a, a, a like a like a simple program to. To sort of experiment with this, mm-hmm. which was, I guess, I can't remember if it was outputting some sort of function in the beginning. I was like outputting a sine wave or something, and mm-hmm. I tried to mess with it. Um, and I was reading up on phase distortion synthesis as well, because uh, sort of the same thing. It's like it's tangent to to what I wanted to do. Okay. But then uh, it all sort of evolved that I, I built this keyboard with a little display. And you have two inputs. X and K, and then you can write the function you want out of those two inputs. So if you write X plus K, it will just sum them. Okay. But if you write X times K, it will multiply them together. Your your signal will turn into to noise. Mm-hmm. But it, there will be so you have to like if you write X times K divided by a fairly large number like a thousand, it will turn it into like all these weird things will happen. Okay. Um. And it's uh, it's a, it's a it's an audio so it's an audio input and a CV yeah input. exactly so you 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 input a, a, a if you input just a, the audio you can if you multiply if you input the audio and write x times two it will mm-hmm. multiply the frequency so mm-hmm. we output twice the frequency of the input uh, x times three is the same and stuff like that and but the more f- the fun things happen when you input x yeah. when you input a variable another yeah. variable and uh, that variable is probably is changing exactly while it's going that kind of yeah just made me think of like you know all these oscillators have like dual outputs and yeah. so it would be kind of cool like yeah you can pitch one up yeah oh then we need more processing power though and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that would be that would be cool I'm, I'm 
the only thing I've done is that I'm outputting the different uh, the different phases of the signal because mm-hmm. it's easy to to mm-hmm. to have a plus and a minus. Uh, I had the idea to to output the differences uh, between the or maybe it's, maybe I'm doing that. I can't remember. I think I'm summing the input audio input with the output of the uh, the module, oh, so okay. you get the differences between them, yeah. uh, or if you're getting the the sum or the difference, I can't remember, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> some something like that. So it's supposed to be some sort of, of mix. I don't know if latency will come into play and it will be some sort of okay. Maybe weird stuff will happen. Let's hope. Yeah. Um, I yeah. What was the so you've got like a screen for for it. Yeah, it's a VFD screen. So it's like this old fluoresce, uh, vacuum fluorescent display. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look so good, but they're so expensive. <laughs> uh, it's such a bad choice for for a, for a, it's like, I, I, but I don't know. It's 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 always whenever I do do stuff, it's like it's like the keys. Yeah, the aesthetics. Yeah, the keys are. It's gotta draw you in. Yeah, to want to to want to interact. With yeah, it. exactly. But and that's the problem. Is like then I design, then I draw the keys. It's like these are the keys I want, and they're they're not standard. So then I email the guys <laughs> to produce keys for me. And it's like, yeah. hey, can you make these keys? Like, yeah, it's gonna cost you. It's like how much? Oh, they're 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 expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're. It's like right now the the keys are like even more expensive than the screen, uh, <laughs> which is which is a bit silly. And then you need like then you start doing calculations. Like if I could sell maybe. 200 modules it would be then it would be good then it would be like okay to have these kind of keys and they're like and they say like but you could use our legends like i don't want to use your legends i want to use mine i was like i've drawn these um it's the same with the with the keys for the for the pulse matrix i had mm-hmm. those custom made as well uh and that's the part is like when i start the project that's like the first thing i do I custom make the keys because that's that's like this is this is what I want. I want those keys, and, and it's like then I order PCBs and then I program the thing. So I have the I have the keys already. Yeah, you're working the Don Buchla way where it's yeah. like I'm just I'm de- designing the interface first yeah. and yeah, then I like figure it out. You know. Yeah, but I think that's later. for for me when when people like I heard about that years ago and and it, mm-hmm. it's so for me it makes so much sense. Uh, if you start working with the insides, sure, but it's something that you always, always, always have to avoid is feature creep. Mm-hmm. It's something that you have to like. If if you want to add functions, like just say no. Um, <laughs> start search like could it could it no could no 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 no. It's like do could you no. Uh, then then it's like give it thought and stuff like that. But if you start off with an idea mm-hmm. and it's like it's supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to do anything else. Yeah, it could, but it shouldn't. That should be something else. Um, and I think if you if you limit the the scope and you limit the, yourself to it, then you will it will be more creative and it will be more interesting for the user as well. It will be more easily to understand if you don't if you're not trying to cram yeah, pages and pages into it and like have different modes and hidden s- features and stuff like that. It's you want to work. You want to compose. Mm-hmm. You want to make music. You want. You don't want to spend like. Uh, it's like I had this, this old three hundred three. They made a new operating system for it, uh, the Quicksilver okay. uh, CPU. And and uh, every time it's like I didn't use it that often. 
And mm-hmm. every time I was supposed to use it, I had to dig out like, okay, let's start searching the internet for the manual then. And then send like 15 minutes like, okay, so this knob, okay, so I can reverse the pattern by, and then you're like, two hours later, you're not, like, you're still not making music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I, I took it out and put back in the old CPU because it's so much easier. Just turn it on, this knob does this. Mm-hmm. And then you're, then you're happy. Um, yeah. yeah, so I guess... Yeah, with things that you're coming up with, like it is very immediate. Yet the calculator. Yeah, that's super. I, I don't know if I, I don't know. I, I I have PCBs coming in, and I'm gonna make one, uh, yeah. and perhaps it will be just some random one-off thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, because your proof of concept. Yeah, and... sort of. Because I think it's so weird. Because that's sort of the the one thirty-two again. Because mm. there's it's so hard for people to like if you if i just say a function if i say like x times 12 divided by y times 24 <laughs> you're, you're not getting a signal in your head you're not like oh this this like, makes perfect it's gonna, yeah, yeah it's it like, comes, like yeah <laughs> so so it's it means like it's gonna be uh, i mean you, you you get sort of the idea what's what's uh, for me at least i can get a idea it's like if you have a if you have an impulse signal you need to multiply it by something fairly small mm-hmm. so it's easier it's best to divide the the other variable uh, mm-hmm. with something but uh, sort of it's not something you, you you're just going to sit there and like type random numbers and then stuff is going to happen uh i have i mean i have a small piece of paper at home with with functions yeah, i know or sheet, algor- algorithms yeah, yeah like a sheet sheet and um so I guess those are like starting points, mm-hmm. but uh, it's—I mean, like it's not a uh, how do you say it? It's it's not a blockbuster module. It's it's super super limited. I mean, it's like specific, yeah. but it you know it kind of also seems very endless. Yeah, yeah in if, a good way. Right now, I'm I'm sort of I need to 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 tie all these these projects together. Mm-hmm. before I start something new. I've been trying to set that as a, a limit for myself as well. Like you have to finish something before you can start something new, mm-hmm. which is almost impossible because there's the grass is always greener. Uh, yeah. So if you're working on something, you, like you get caught in bugs and stuff like that. It's like, no, let's this do something new. This is not what new. I said. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't, <laughs> I I don't want to work. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to work. <laughs> I want to have fun. Um, so I guess that's, uh, now I'm trying, now I just have to, release the the things i'm i'm working on yeah and so so you do you have another a hat for the another alias for these modules yeah they're they're called uh the 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 oscillator is called the ne- nested vector oscillator no i mean my alias no this will just be released under the human compar- uh, comparator okay uh i think Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll just uh, yeah. like I'll sit from front of the computer and it's like this website isn't is available. I'll <laughs> register it. Uh, but I don't know. It's 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 um, before I've been trying to keep it divided because the human comparator was the was the the DIY has always been like DIY. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love DIY. It's it's for me. It's the core of of what I do and and what gets me going. Yeah. So it feels like every time I when I start selling like complete modules and stuff, it's like I'm losing something. I need. I want people to, because for me it brings me so much joy to build stuff. There is so much fun in having getting a bare a bunch of bare PCBs and then you assemble it in something three dimensional that is functional and mm-hmm. makes a sound and you have so much 
pride in it. Mm-hmm. You know of the IKEA bias? Yeah. Yeah. You get more you you feel <laughs> more proud of something you built even if it's yep. shitty. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so uh, um and I and I think that's like it brings so much joy. It's yeah. it's so it's so much fun to just build stuff and it's it's a creative process too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I started out with from from nothing, sort of from with just the idea that I wanted to build stuff, and then I've learned from there. Mm-hmm. And I think that if I can do it, a lot of other people can do it. It's not, it's just, it's just to build it. It's just big guys Lego. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, so, it's a bit expensive. Now Lego is expensive. That's, yeah, uh, I've got an eight year old. Yeah, oh. oh yeah, and he and he wants the, <laughs> the big Millennium Falcon. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got the huge uh, 1966 uh, Batman like yeah like, mansion yeah. set up uh, with like the Bat Cave. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's still it, paying that yeah. off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Love Legos. Yeah. I love uh, like resistor Legos and PCB Legos. <laughs> um, no, but I think that for me, it's it's hard to 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 say if I'm going to release this as a, something completely new or under a new name. Mm-hmm. Or I, I kind of want to fall back on the human competitor because it's uh, I don't know. It feels more like me. Uh, yeah, because I, something I want to get away from because uh, at one point because if, I don't know it's it's not like I don't think it's bad to to replicate or clone or or mm-hmm. to to um, revisit old circuits and stuff like that. It's, it's super inspiring. Uh, yeah, and uh, you learn a lot. Um, there's a lot of small tricks and and tips in those PCBs and the way they laid them out. And the way the 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 functions they made and stuff like that, it's there are so many quirks, mm-hmm. so much fun uh, to if you just analyze it and look through it and, and see what they're what they're doing. Both both the uh, search and Bukla were super good at those aspects of it, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's something that I want to like. I want to build on and mm-hmm. make my own stuff from that from that sort of thing. So I want to. I sort of want to. Uh, build my own yeah pave your world. own yeah. way exactly that, yeah. yeah so this is the start of that i guess yeah. um well it's super exciting yeah from the stuff that you've been showing me yeah i hope i hope to, i hope i'm not spoiling it by by saying stuff and then never releasing it <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens we'll make sure to to uh, list your email address <laughs> oh. uh, at the top of the uh yeah <laughs> show <laughs> no no, no. Uh, well, sure. No, you can email Daniel. He's my, he's my he's my uh, he's your go between. Yeah, he's my go my go between. He gets all the modules and all the stuff because he he's just like because because uh, I'm I'm so bad at those uh, those sort of things. It's like I I kind of want to be like the you know this like grumpy man in a cave somewhere just doing your own stuff. Like you, like I designed it. And yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Like yeah. Moving but I don't on. Know, because I I think I find it's. At the same point, what what for me, it's you get so caught up in that you wanted it to be good. Mm-hmm. You wanted to to release something that is that is that is high standard. Yeah, and that you're proud um, of. And yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's the biggest hurdle to get over. Uh, and I mean, I've I've done. You, it's it's a learning curve. I mean, like if. If I look back now, the first revision I did of the the ARP clone mm-hmm. 
was it good uh, from my perspective right now it was subpar mm-hmm. but when i did it i was super pleased with it and and uh, and i th- i mean like it's it's still it's okay it does what it's supposed to do but it, it could be i mean like I've, i made four revisions since then so obviously it has to be improved yeah um and and i think that's it's it's always you have to come to terms with like like at this point at this time i'm completely okay with releasing this this yeah. is this is as good as it's going to get now because otherwise you're going to sit on it forever and never release a thing and that's boring as well <laughs> um so uh, it's a hard balance it's a fine yeah because i mean yeah we're like we were talking earlier of you know sitting with these these yeah. ideas you know making sure that they do make sense yeah. and that it is worth pursuing yeah but then um but yeah, I mean, you've got good follow through. Yeah, yes, yeah, so far we'll see. I can mess it up. <laughs> everything is everything is possible. Knock you know? on wood. Hurry up! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna stress it out. I'm just gonna release <laughs> random things, make pointless crap. I don't know. Uh, no, no, but I think that's it's uh, it's important that you, you have your own pace and and listen to listen to this the things as well i mean like if if you're looking at a module uh, uh you said it so well uh, last time we, we spoke here it's like mm-hmm. uh we're talking about a, a module that tells you it's like play me this way mm-hmm. you want the you want something to talk to you and instruct you in the way you you want it to be it's like this is the way you're supposed to approach me and yeah. this is the way you're supposed to handle me yep and i think it's so important it's like if you if you feel that Mm-hmm. with a when you're looking at something if you if you feel like this is makes sense then it's good yeah um yeah because you're drawn back to it over yeah. and over and 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 if you, once you get to that point then it's then it's safe then you mm-hmm. can like this is good to go now 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 i'm just gonna have to order those things i've been putting off for for <laughs> two years <laughs> and put this together um but uh yeah i think that's that's something that's um important to look for when you're releasing something or designing something or redesigning something mm-hmm. um same with with my own stuff and with when i did the when like with the hundreds as well it's like if if you which is fine because that's i mean like that's the project i only did for myself from the beginning yeah because i i wanted to be fair and square and I, don and he, i did it back in 16 because i remember he i, I had started it Mm-hmm. And I actually got his home address to write him a letter. Oh wow! Yeah, and yeah. ask him uh, like, and then somebody told me it's like, but he's he's not feeling well. So, and I was like, I don't want, and I hate to be be this guy. Go like, hey, I want to. There is a, could we do this sort mm-hmm. of thing? Mm-hmm. Because it always feels like you're bothering people, and it's you're digging up old stuff and, and stuff yeah. like that. And everything you hear from him, it's like he just <laughs> never wanted to look no. back anyway. So no, exactly. He'd probably be. But who knows how it yeah, feel, feels, feels about somebody else, you know? Yeah, but uh, but uh, so I had his home address and everything. But and I, I think I wrote a letter. But then I heard he was, he was uh, not feeling well. And then all of a sudden he passed. Yeah. And I was like, then I was, I, took, I think I put everything I had. I didn't do anything with it for like a year, mm. or more so. And then I was like, no, I'm just gonna finish it for myself. Um. And then eventually Eric reached out to me and, and uh, said, like, if we want to do this, you have, we could do it together with with uh, Bukla USA. And I was like, yeah. that's amazing. 
because I feel more and more that it's it's important to get all the the guys who are rounded into it. Mm-hmm. It's like if you the search stuff I made now has I've got the permission from search to do it mm-hmm. uh, which is, is super important for me so now i don't know i don't know if there's anything left to clone uli isn't leaving anything in his <laughs> in his wake sort of it's like plowing through the, the synth history and just reproducing everything um yeah but uh uh, in smaller sizes and, and weirder that's right uh, weird decisions but that's not for me to to, to. that's for another podcast yeah ex- exactly <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um i don't know if there's anything left to to there of course there's there's a ton of things left to 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 look at and to be inspired by and, and replicate and clone and stuff like that yeah but you've got such a varied it is cool how you've seen all these systems and yeah, worked through them. Yeah. That, um, yeah, I'm excited yeah. on what you're doing to create your own path. Yeah, and I hope uh, aiming for it would be uh, fun stuff. I hope. It's, I think one thing that is, or something that is important for for me is that it's something that you have to have a different take on it. You have mm. to have something that is. It has to be at least a little bit new. Yeah, it has to be. I think that for, as a Swede, there's a, a Swede, uh, there's a, a word uh, that Swedes love. It was like we taught it in school. Taught in school, at least from my perspective. Maybe other Swedes will disregard <laughs> this, but but for me, it's like to reform. Yeah, we're very good at reform here in Sweden. It's like there's there's no revolution. There's like it's all reform. Mm-hmm. So and I think that's that's mm-hmm. something that's like. If I look at something, it's not like oh, I want to revolutionize this. It's like no, we just need to reform. Like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, I see yeah. where it needs. Yeah, yeah, it's like we could, I could, this this little thing could come in from the left, and and that'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's maybe I sh- maybe I should just rename my my brand to Reform. Yeah, reforms. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, no, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's just another email address. Yeah, you gotta get going and. No, and I don't do the email address uh. because then people can talk to me, and it's like, <laughs> then my, my I don't own, got time for that. Yeah, <laughs> I want to draw synthesizer. No, but um, uh, I don't know. But I think that's that's something that it's just to to work small steps, mm-hmm. look for things that may might have been overlooked, and and uh, and. Uh, you can go back and revisit and see, like, yes, there's something there. Yeah, perhaps. And then, yeah, how you can push it further yeah. and perhaps yeah. not, or or yeah, I don't know. From what I've seen, yeah, you're on the right track. Yeah, and we'll see if you guys will see it as too. That's the most exciting part. Like, is this going to be vaporware now, or it's going to be? <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's, it's what's, what's what's super exciting here is like we're talking about something that's you guys haven't seen. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and, uh, and it's like, if I had like the the competence, I would set up a website where people then could draw the sequencer we have described. Oh yeah. Yeah. From I mean, from like from from just what we've talked about. Talked yeah. About. So they they get to you get to draw and design the modules that we talked about, and that would be super ent- interesting. And then and then you get to post a thumbs down or thumbs up. <laughs> no, 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 no judgments. Like just just to, to to see what people are. If you're talking about like tools and composition stuff like that and it's like so it has this many knobs and it does this and this and it's leds and stuff like mm-hmm. that and just to see what people are thinking about it's like yeah 
if, because you know it's like if you say a giraffe you everybody gets different giraffes in their head mm-hmm. but this is super mm-hmm. abstract it's like we're talking about sequence or how big it is what colors are there it's mm-hmm. like it's the knobs in circular fashion or the square or like yeah and i think that's yeah email me pictures please <laughs> 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 draw, draw what if you're they thinking. could only find your email yeah they're gonna send them to me yeah they could you could <laughs> swim through and the, and the 10 best ones i don't know you'll get like two of the leftover keys yeah. from uh, your next yeah module yeah, exa- that. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> we'll see all right man well yeah thanks so much for thank you for having me this. yeah well thanks for having me yeah oh yeah. wonderful yeah. land of it's... stockholm it's uh yeah it's been like a some sort of like holy uh, trip for for me it's been pretty pretty amazing yeah so all right well um yeah thanks so much thank you I'd like to thank Yoon for being on the show. Uh, you can find more information about his modules at thehumancomparator.net. Ten Held just released episode 100 of Podula Modcast, so check that out. And also check out Ben Wilson and Ed Ball's Esoteric Modulation Podcast. Visit waymfordmagazine.com to check out more details on how to subscribe to the Quarterly Synthesizer Magazine. If you want to help support the show, we really appreciate it, and you can do so through Patreon at patreon.com slash sourceofuncertainty. You can find out more about the show or contact us through the website sourceofuncertainty.audio. It's beautiful, Robert. The best ever. You can find us on Instagram at sourceofuncertainty. And that's it for now. We'll see you in a few weeks. Episode 11. Episode 11.